0: Segovia Show. And welcome to the Andre Segovia Show, everyone. I am your host, Andre Segovia. In this episode, we got a hybrid episode. I first thought it was going to be a real estate 101 episode, but as I went along, I found out I'm basically debunking a real estate myth as well, because there's some truth in what I will discuss, that people believe for why I have to address that belief. Therefore, debunk the myth that people believe to be true. So it's a hybrid episode. Um, It will be categorized as both on my website. So if you're looking for one or the other, you're going to find this on either or. Real Estate 101 or Debunking Real Estate Myths. And what exactly will I be educating and debunking at the same time? The iBuyer. This whole thing has been exploding lately, and everybody's talking about it, and some people don't really know what the heck they're talking about. So I figured i finally weigh in because I've been getting a lot of questions about this. So that's why I figured, you know what, let me take advantage of providing you some information as well. Why? Why else would you tune in here? You want to get your real estate digest from me, but not just real estate. Remember, I talk about tech, life, and just overall motivating you to get things done. Very well then, let's talk about iBuyers. And for that, I pulled up a few articles to help me keep my thoughts in mind. Because um, depending on who you talk to, they'll tell you, oh yeah, iBuying is definitely the way to go. And whoever said that is not a realtor. Uh, When I was at the convention of real estate in the month of October, uh, there was a lot of animosity towards iBuyers. There was, a, there was a seminar for iBuyers, and it was mostly to go in there and start yelling at anybody trying to say that it was uh, beneficial. I, look, I'm exaggerating, but people are, were there really worked up because the iBuyer, it's just they're getting a lot of positive media press, and as of late, the real estate agent has been under attack. The traditional real estate agent has been under attack both by the media and by supposed fi- financiers to say that it's an anti system and there's no value to using an agent nowadays if you want to know what the value of an agent is by all means check out my episode about that it was early on when this show debuted i'll leave a link to that in the in the show notes so you can check that one out because i go in depth as to the, what is the value of a real estate agent nowadays because yes i also agree we should step up our game because we got to deliver as someone else said an amazon customer service like experience to our clients and i totally agree and that's what i strive to do as well so an ibuyer i love this article this from housing wire wth is an ibuyer so this is uh from this is actually from uh, earlier this year from april um the article is more and more real estate transactions involve the participation of so-called ibuyers but who are they what do they do And are they a threat to real estate agents here's what we know so far an ibuyer is the catch-all term for an online real estate investor who seeks to reduce transactional property costs via digital tools in the past before tech advances made this possible this type of transaction was the realm of real estate agents who could personally buy and resell properties sometimes with the backing of investors without searching for a buyer similar to what is called a pocket listing where the real estate is never advertised publicly as for sale this kind of investor for example may use automated valuation models instead of a bona fide appraiser to make instant offers on homes to clients they will also seek to minimize the involvement of real estate agents often in favor of their own online listing services. The I in iBuyer therefore stands for instant, although many mistake it to mean internet. Thank you, article, for pointing that out. Now here's something, uh, this next part's really interesting, check this out. According to this agent versus iBuyer definition on uh, Metro Brokers, if the seller accepts the offer, they will then receive a visit from an inspector provided by the ibuyer to evaluate the condition of the property any problems found that need repair will be itemized and presented to the seller for review at that point the client has the option to repair the items from the list or deduct the cost from the repairs from the offer made from the ibuyer once the final repairs are complete Or price is adjusted, the home is sold, and the iBuyer and the seller walks away with just a few days from the start of the process. At any rate, the iBuyer model is changing rapidly and isn't limited any longer to the traditional fixed and flip model for real estate sales. Um, they have a good list here on this article that the iBuyer path being laid out by the likes of research uh, search engines such as Zillow and Redfin and iBuyer platforms that are uh, Open Door and offer Offerpad. Um, and one of the big deals earlier this year that was announced is covered on this article that the real estate agency Keller Williams is also joining the iBuyer space. Redfin was also partnering up with I forget who. Um, I think they're experimenting in Canada. I covered this earlier in my news roundup um, because this is like an, it's open season on agents and they want to get in on this whole digital agency type of thing. So that's what an iBuyer is. Um, and. I pulled up two articles and obviously someone's going to say that, well, you know, if you talk negative about the iBuyers from realtor.com, obviously they're going to have a bias. So I do have that article that I'm going to link to because I still think it's interesting, an interesting read. But I believe a more balanced article does come from uh, spectora.com, the pros and cons of iBuyers to sell your home. What they did here is list the pros and cons, but what they did about the cons is actually link you over to somewhere else that is not a real estate related um, um, news agency. What I'll get to in a bit. So I'm jumping over now to Spectre.com because we're gonna we still got to talk about these eye buyers, and then I'm gonna be chiming in with my commentary throughout, and I'll try to uh, be as clear as possible since I know I can get a really Ben Shapiro here and speak really fast. I've been speaking faster than Ben Shapiro, so uh, some people told me you gotta slow it down, and that's what I intended to do. So i buyers are slowly creeping their way into the real estate market. Yeah, yeah, we know that. Companies like Zillow, Opendoor, and Redfin that are entirely web-based realty platforms have influenced traditional firms like Keller Williams and Reology to roll out plans for iBuying programs in addition to their field agents. We already discussed what an iBuyer is, so we're going to jump over to what does this mean to real estate or in real estate. iBuyers make the transaction completely online with the homeowner and typically do that in a shorter time frame than traditional agents would be able to. These companies make a profit by purchasing the homes below market price, then reselling them within 60 to 90 days. That's called uh, fix and flip. Okay, should you use an iBuyer? The emergence of iBuyers has grown rapidly within the past year and has the potential to make a big impact in the home realty world. Whether that impact will be good or bad is still unknown. Duh, because we're just starting out. We'll get to the content a bit. Let's start with the pros, obviously. The pros of iBuyers. iBuyers are gaining popularity and can be a good choice for some sellers. Why? Number one, convenience. People who don't want to deal with in-person interaction can do everything online. Everything can be done from the comfort of home. No need to go to offices. You can get the money for your home right away. No waiting for buyer bank approval and counter offers. Boom convenience isn't that what we want isn't that why we shop on amazon it's like hey that thing you need is at best buy down the street well let me just get it shipped from best buy oh it'll take uh, next day shipping and not much extra let me check amazon next day shipping free if you're a prime member okay i'll get it on amazon or depending on what a uh, market you live you can even get it the same freaking day yeah it's called convenience which also lends to number two Quick turnaround. The turnaround time of sale is the biggest advantage that iBuyers have. Most iBuyers will make an offer and close within 10 to 14 days. That's basically like a cash buyout in a regular transaction. You can close it in 10 days. Traditional real estate, though, takes about 40 to 50 days to close, not including the time it took for the house to be on the market, discovered, toured, and to accept an offer. Yes, that is very true. Escrow takes at least 40 days depending on the kind of loan we're looking at and negotiations, but how long has the house been on the market waiting for the right buyer to come along? Yeah, Number three, another pro. No inspections or renovations, so to speak. Most people fix their home up and make various updates to the home before they list it to increase the property value and incentivize buyers. IA buyers will judge the house based on pictures of it and then make an offer. They don't need inspections or renovations. If there are things that need to be fixed, they will reduce the price of the home and then fix it themselves before reselling. This is perfect for people who don't have the patience time or simply don't care to fix the problems. Now, I'm going to pause right here before I continue because we're going to enter the cons in a moment. But I want to make very clear, this is really talking about an I-buyer, not an I-seller. Because the reason it's talking about more about uh, an, an I-buyer is because the it's the strength of whoever is buying off of you. See, if, if you're an investor that's looking for cheaper houses, it's become a lot more difficult to do so in a traditional market space because of international monies that have been coming in and just buying them up and pushing the prices up like crazy. And the only way that international buyers can do that is in the open market. But if you come to close the markets, like anything that's considered in the internet, uh, it's more fair game, I would say, for investors who have digital means to be able to communicate and and check things out faster uh, and turn it around because it's not discoverable because normally an international buyer has an agent hunting those properties down for them and if that property they're hunting for they can't find because they're not even listed on what is called the multi multiple listing service because it's on this online digital realty database then yes it's an advantage for those i buyers so this is specifically talking about you as a seller selling to one of these i buyers Understand that then I'm gonna flip it on its head as to what it means. What about you being the iBuyer buying from a seller who might end up being a reseller because this i buyer is trying to flip it because they're trying to pay below market and sell it for hire once they get it, you know. So what is that like, and we'll get to that now? The cons might cover it, but this is more on the seller's side, okay? Even though it's saying i buying, it's really talking more about you as a seller selling to one of these guys. Then we'll flip it as to what it means for you as an iBuyer. You're not an investor. You're an iBuyer looking to buy for yourself. Let's go to the cons. There's two lists for the cons. Um, I'll quickly go through the summary that uh, this Spectora has. Uh, The cons. For most home sellers, a quick process will be great. But these cons typically hold more weight than the pros. Number one high transaction fees the the episode i'm recommending you to talk about the the value of a real estate agent was be, was due to a response to a washington a uh, washington a wall street journal opinion editorial by a real estate competitor that can't get into the public or, or to the private mls or the brokers complaining that it's an uh, if they're a cartel he can't get into because he can't maximize his bottom line he was complaining about that and saying, and by doing so, was bashing the traditional broker. They're antiquated. They shouldn't be charging 5 or 6% uh, commission rates. That's overcharging people. They should be charging 2 to 3% because it's done that way in Europe. We're not in Europe. We're in the United States. But whatever. That's what they're saying. That was the argument from a competitor in, to the real estate broker. It's in other words, like an buyer. But the truth is that a lot of people do believe that. They believe that the realtor is an antiquated form of system that's overcharging its clientele. You're charging way too much. Well, guess what? The realtors don't set the commission fee. It's negotiated with the seller. A topic that I'll come back to later. So they say that a 5 or 6% that an agent is charging is way too expensive. The iBuyers charge around seven percent of the price of the home, but sometimes up to thirteen percent. That is much higher than the cost of closing and commission for traditional real estate sale. So how is this more advantageous? Con number two: below market sale. iBuyers strategy is to offer below the market value of a home. Now some have said. Uh, in, and I heard him say that uh, open door tends to be a lot more fair than the other competitors in the i buying as to trying to offer something of, of true worth, kind of the Kelly Blue Book value of a car, that they're more aligned those lines. But I don't really use the Zestimate from Zillow. I can use that as a starting point and then bounce off that. That's an algorithm that calculates the value. And that's what these iBuyers do. They take the algorithm of something somewhere... Through these, whoever manipulates it, because we can't see the data, they just present it to us and say, this is what you can sell it for. And because on the internet, people believe it. This is a quote that's very profound that I hope you take with you. Quote, don't believe everything you read on the internet. Abraham Lincoln said that. So when they buy at a lower value than it's worth, they can turn around and sell it quickly for a bigger profit, meaning that they will make a lot of money off the home in a quick amount of time what's that mean? You missed out on that. Homeowners typically get about $15,000 less from an IA buyer than they would from another buyer. Number three, another con. That the real estate agent can do the same thing. If you choose the right agent for you, you can sell homes in a quick amount of time too. They just need to know how to choose a fair yet competitive price, market the home based on its best features, and find the right buyer. Agents also have good advice and can help you negotiate a fair price. An agent can help you find a new home if you're looking for one. And using an agent allows you to keep the equity of your home when looking for a new one, whereas using an iBuyer doesn't. So using iBuyers can cost you, so be cautious. Ultimately, the decision is based on your needs as a seller thank you for that now here is a more uh drawn out con of using ibuyers from what is considered a competitor this is from market watch uh, they did an article back on july 6 2019 and the article is called selling your home to an ibuyer could cost you thousands and we're going to pick up on the what is this? Uh, the second paragraph, a market watch investigation of multiple transactions involving iBuyers shows that their offers would net their customers on average 11% less than owners who choose to sell their homes on an open market when fees and other costs are considered translating to tens of thousands of dollars lost. The findings are revealed considerably more uncertain around the transactions the scope of inspectors, for instance, than the iBuyers whose models purports to offer consumers who are looking for ease. The data comes from a series of inquiries involving, involving a real estate startup named Knock. As MarketWatch has previously reported, Knock is often lumped into the category of iBuyers, but its model is quite different from theirs. Knock advances homeowner's cash to buy their next home, and once the, cons- the customers are settled, sells the previous home customers pay a fee for the overlap period. In many cases, Knock solicits bids from pure play iBuyers such as OfferPad and Opendoor when it's ready to sell its customers' homes. In most cases, however, Knock determines it's preferable that its agents list the property on the open market rather than accept an iBuyer offer. That means it's Sets of customer experience are a natural experiment, a sort of Darwin Galapagos for any industry observer curious about how iBuyers offers stack up to actual sales prices. So there's a... They grow down, breaking in the data down through uh, graphs and charts and everything. I'm not going to paint you a word picture of those things, and I'm not going to throw so much data at you that it, it, you really need to see this for yourself. So all these articles that I mentioned will be on the show notes accompanying this episode at com. So with all that said, I I want to then turn this around because this is more about the sellers using uh, an online platform to sell to an iBuyer. But um I've had heard the expressions and I really don't know what that means. I mean, I know what they're getting at, okay? I, I'm exaggerating when I say I don't know what it means, but just listen to this expression. You hear from a seller. You don't hear from a, from a buyer. I don't need a real estate agent to buy my first home. What does that mean? It's like, the, the, the whole, the I guess the, the intent behind that expression is that, hey, I could buy my house online. I don't need to use an agent. I get that's what it means. But the expression that I don't need an agent to buy my first home, uh, that just, that makes no sense. Like, okay, so after you buy your first home, you can buy your second one with an agent? But you just proved that you didn't need one if you accomplished it? So that's what I mean. Like it, it makes no sense. The heart of it all, though, means, hey, I can save the commission that I would otherwise spend on an agent by just purchasing online. We, we, just, we just went over together how much using an iBuyer can cost versus the typical real estate agent. And here's a, a, a tidbit that most people don't know. The buyers, this expression is also silly, but it's also true. The buyers don't pay the 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 commission. Most people are listening to this to this online real estate brokerage thing. And look, I, I'm on the bleeding edge of technology. Okay, I I think that's beneficial that we need to explore these things. But because I buyers are upset that they feel there's a competitive advantage to the traditional marketplace, that they would come out and start bashing the traditional brokers and the traditional brokers who associate themselves to use the name realtor, by the way, not every agent's a realtor. Ask your agent if they're a realtor. To be a realtor, you have to pay your dues to the realtors association, which I do. I am a realtor. Not every agent is FYI. So our associations, in my case here in California, I have three representations. One, Pacific West Association of Realtors. The bigger one on top of that is the California Association of Realtors. And the biggest one, the National Association of Realtors. So these are the ones that are supposed to represent me and defend me. I'm not too happy right now with uh, CAR, California Association of Realtors, over what happened with AB 1482. I'm not going to get into it right now, though. And I want to see more out of the National Association of Realtors as well. Because... They are not standing up for us as traditional brokers against iBuyers. iBuyers are taking to the highest heights and bashing the heck out of us, and everybody is buying into that, calling us, the traditional brokers, as antiquated, unnecessary, and just past their time. We're done. I know, but I just wanted to get dramatic. We need our associations to stand up and speak out more about this too. Now, do I hate iBuyers? Mm-mm, not at all. I, 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 like I said, I'm the bleeding edge of technology. I see this happening in the future. It's just that there are um, seasoned agents that are, are, are afraid to adapt to the times and are holding on to the past and don't know how to shift. I mean, it's amazing. Up until this year, everybody was talking about advertising on Facebook that so you do know that there's a lot more other social networks out there. It's not just Facebook, although Facebook is the big one. But you're not really getting the results from Facebook. Um, but it, it is true. There's just a lot more places to be advertising in too. The question is: Is it worth your time and money? But that's another story for another time. Okay. So that's what I wanted to share out to you. What is an iBuyer? buyer? I've educated that. So that's that's your real estate 101 and debunk the real estate myths. Is that the way of the future? Uh, yes and no. Um, yes, because it might work for you. And for that, I wanna actually take, I wanna go back to the Spector, um, the Spectora.com conclusion that if you need to sell your home quickly and you don't have time to fix things up or don't care, then an iBuyer might be the right choice for you. Just keep in mind that you will, you will most likely get an offer for less than your home is worth and you have to pay a large amount of fees as well. If you know that you're okay with it, boom, you're fine. Now, real estate agents are more reliable and can help you get a better price for your home if you are willing to take a little bit more time to find the right buyer for your home. So take your time and consider all the pros and cons when deciding which way to sell your home. In most cases, you'll find that using an agent is the more sensible choice. And if you're a first-time home buyer, my recommendation to you, don't fly blind. Talk to me, I'll point you in the right direction. If I'm not your guy, so be it. I'm not your guy. And if you want to know more about my real estate services, go to www.segoviares.com, www.segoviares.com. You'll find all my information there, my license information. Everything is there for you to check out, including how to reach me to talk business. Until then, you want to engage with me on the show? By all means, go to www.TheAndresAgobe.com. Find out where all my social media uh, profiles are right there. And you can connect with me in any and all places. Make sure you're like, share, subscribe to every single episode because it's make, it's been more difficult for me to get my show out there thanks to changes to the algorithms and the way my show is distributed and censorship, outright censorship from the big tech corporations because we are in an election cycle. It's ridiculous, but it's happening. I'm affected even though I haven't been talking about politics. But some people consider economic information that does not buy into a progressive ideology to be considered a conservative thought and therefore is censored. Proof is in the pudding, people. Google it. All right, that's it for this episode. As always, I'll see you on the next one.